in ground warfare, the devil is compared to a roaring lion walking about and seeking for whom to devour. Now, the satanic and demonic forces in the sea is described in Isaiah 27 verse 1 as the Leviathan, the dragon, or even the serpent. It says, in that day, the Lord with his severe sword, great and strong, will punish Leviathan, the fleeing serpent, Leviathan, that twisted serpent and he will slay the dragon the reptile that is in the sea the evil works of darkness operating in heavenly places can also be compared to the fowls of the air fowls of the air now the satanic kingdom attempts to dominate and secure the sea the air and the land. You see that? You see that? Now, the aerial operation of the satanic kingdom is well established and very coordinated. It is designed in such a way that anyone, male or female, born of a woman, automatically comes under the influence and operations of the throne of the dominions, of the principalities and host of wickedness in heavenly places until a superior spiritual force is applied to dislodge the enemy and set the captives free. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2 says, In which you, you and I once walked according, we walked according, According to the cause of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath just as the others now so what is the cardinal goal what are the what are the targets of the prince of the power of the air what do they want to achieve what do they want to accomplish number one to stir up rebellion and disobedience in the heart of men towards God. Ephesians 2 verse 2 says, In which you once walked according to the curse of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now walks in the sons of disobedience. Time will fail me to mention numerous people I know who moved into different territories either by reason of their jobs, their career, their ministry, by reason of marriages or opportunities and doors that were opened unto them. They moved into these territories but they were unconscious of the prince of the power of the air in that new location. They did not know that every new territory 
territory or level in the spirit presents a new spiritual challenge that must be overpowered by the power at work in them. Unfortunately for some, they realized too late. By the time they realized it, they had been brought under the influence and the power of the prince of the power of the air that rules in their domain. Some lost their homes. Some lost their children to rebellion. Others struggled with poverty because the prince of the power of the region they contended with contends with the prosperity of the people in that domain. In that domain. Bars and limits were set or have been set in certain regions by these satanic forces such that no one, no one living in that region can exceed a certain amount of income. Oh yes, oh yes. I once heard from a father of faith in a certain country that there is a pattern of church growth which was very peculiar and particular in a certain region of the country he lived. And this is what he said to me. He said, once a church in that particular location grows beyond 200 people, some sort of storm, spiritual attack and satanic attacks will besiege the church and the church will be divided, broken, with so much bitterness and taken backwards to ground zero. So the prince of the power of the air contended with church growth in that region. And indeed, with statistical data, he backed up his observation. Backed it up. It was a well-known fact in that region of the country that churches never grow beyond 200 people or they are about. You remember what Pharaoh said when the Lord, when Moses confronted him and said, let my people go. He said, they can go on a three-day journey. Don't go too far. I don't want you to go too far. The promised land, no, don't go. You can go and worship God a bit in the wilderness, but to go completely away from me, no, don't go. The prince of the power of the air has set a limit that must be uprooted, that must be broken, that must be, that must be dethroned. Principalities and powers, barriers and limitations that must be completely shattered so that men and women and young ones can rise to fulfill their destiny. There were countries I visited in time past. And as soon as I entered into the country, I could perceive the spirit of grace and supplication. As soon as I get into the airspace of that country, I just experience open heavens and heavy divine spiritual connection in the spirit without struggles. I just began to pray in tongues. And in similar manner, I have experienced difficulty in certain locations as well. 
such that as soon as I enter into the country, I feel so gloomy. Everything looks so dark. And I have to persevere in prayer to tear down the powers of the prince of the power of the air. Jacob was a criminal, a fugitive, a deceiver, a supplanter when he arrived at Bethel. He could not even afford a decent pillow to lay his head. He had to raise a stone and use a stone for his pillow in Genesis 28. The stone turned out to be a living stone because at Bethel, the heavens were cleared. An invisible ladder was set up and there, angels ascended and descended without barriers. Genesis 28 verse 16 to 19 tells us that then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. Can you see that? Even in the place where God was, Jacob did not know it. Verse 17 says, And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place. Can you see that? The heavens were open. This is none other than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. But there was no church building there. There was no pastor there. But there were angels there. There was a ladder. Invisible church was there. Hallelujah. It was a place. It was Mount Zion. The innumerable company of angels were there. The spirit of just men made perfect were there. Then Jacob rose early in the morning, verse 18, and took the stone that he had put at his head, set it up as a pillar, and poured oil on top of it. And they called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city had been what? Luz. Previously, Jacob met God there. His steps were ordered by the Lord to the invisible house of God, to the invisible church of God. He found the gate of heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Friends, there are invisible gates of heaven. Once you set your foot, you set your feet in those locations, you will not even need to pray for you to see visions of God and the glory of God revealed. When Jacob wandered into another region, the prince of the city violated the innocence of his only daughter. And chaos, death, fear took a hold of him. You know what God did to him? God did not deliver him. God instructed him to return to Bethel. Genesis 35. Return to Bethel, the place where angels ascended and descended. Return to Bethel, the gate of heaven. The beautiful thing today is that a consecrated life is the dwelling place of God. We are now the carriers of God's presence. A consecrated life should enter into a region and heaven expects such a life, such a person to exercise divine spiritual authority and defront powers, principalities, hosts of wickedness in high places operating in that region so that the oppressed can go free and the 
captives of the mighty can be delivered. As we carry governing authority in the spirit, we overcome, we overpower and subdue the works of the enemy. Hallelujah. <laughs> in the parable of the talent in Luke chapter 19, the faithful servant who used their talents to profit the master were rewarded with governing authorities to rule over cities, over cities, over cities. The madman that was delivered of legions of demons in Mark chapter 5 verse 20 took over the region of Decapolis, 10 cities, Decapolis, and proclaimed Jesus in that territory. Paul church titles a young minister in Titus chapter 1 verse 5 saying, For this cause left I thee in Crete, that thou shouldest set in order the things that are wanting and ordain elders in every city as I had appointed thee. Wow, wow, wow. The mighty presence of God in the life of a consecrated believer can dethrone the hosts of spiritual wickedness in heavenly places and put things in order in the spirit. So friends, it's your time to rise and walk in dominion in your territory. Second cardinal focus or main objective of the prince of the air, the prince of the power of the air is to steal and consume spiritual seeds of God's word sown into the heart of men. Luke chapter 8 verse 5. A sower went out to sow his seed and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside and it was trodden down and the fowls of the air, the fowls of the air devoured it. The first attack on the seed that was sown was from the prince of the power of the air. It is the surveillance monitoring spirit which has the aerial view of the region. Hallelujah. And as soon as the seed fell and was trodden down, the fowl of the air devoured it. You know, sometimes I get so sad, so, so sad to see believers, Christians who have been in the church for years live their lives in such a way that I wonder if they have ever heard the gospel of Jesus preached unto them. They are in church every Sunday. Yes, they are. But the seed of the word of God sown into them falls carelessly. In places where the fowls of the air, the planes of the air, immediately picks them up and devours them so that the seed is consumed. You wonder why that child cannot follow simple basic instructions. You wonder, you wonder why your child cannot follow simple instructions you have given unto them. You are so tired of repeating yourself every day and yet you do not see any tangible result. I tell you, it could be that the fowls of the air pick up the seed you sow into that child as soon as your conversation is over and devours them, leaving the child with nothing to live on. 
You may scream at the child, you may cry all you want, you may discipline the child or even make promises. If you don't stand to rebuke the fowls of the air, if you don't stand to rebuke that prince of the power of the air that consumes the seed you plant, you may never get the results you desire. Do you know that when God asked Abraham to sacrifice, Abraham had to remain alert to drive away the fowls of the air. Genesis chapter 15 verse 11 says, 10 and 11, And he took Abraham, took unto him all these, and divided them in the midst, and laid each piece one against another. He sacrificed. But the birds divided in all. So Abraham had sacrifices on the altar. Verse 11 says, And when the fowls came down, some translation says, When the vultures came down upon the carcasses, Abraham drove them away. Abraham drove them away. Who? Making sacrifices is not enough. You must be sober. You must be vigilant. Because the fowls of the air, because the prince of the power of the air are looking for ways to steal, to steal, to devour your seed, your labor, your sacrifice, your passion, your prayer life, your hunger for God, your holiness, your righteousness. Sacrifices are not enough. You must be alert to drive away the fowls of the air. Have you wondered why you keep having the same problem with your husband every day, the same problem with your wife, the same marital challenge? You know why? He would even apologize and promise never to do it again. But as soon as he leaves and steps out, he forgets all his promises. And his behavior is even worse when he returns. Why? The fowl of the hair. The prince of the power, the host of wickedness, principalities, and spiritual wickedness in high places have devoured the seed that was planted. Today I charge you in the name of Jesus to arise in the spirit. I charge you to arise for it is time to dethrone principalities and power. It's time to cast off the fowls of the air. It's time, it's time like our father Abraham did to drive out the vultures, to drive out the vultures, those demonic satanic spirits, looking, monitoring spirit, watching and waiting to feed on your sacrifices, to feed on your labor, to feed on your finances, to feed on your prayer life, to feed on your seed, to feed on your seed. It's time to rise. Command them to pack their load and go. 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 The satanic fowls of the air. Go. Looking for godly seeds to destroy. Go. It's time to pray for your son, man. It's time to pray for your daughter, my sister. It's time to pray for that seed of your ministry. Yes, the ministry God has given to you. It's time to pray it alive. Your labor, your effort, your passion, your, your hunger, your business cannot be consumed by the devourer. 
What is consuming the seed of your business? What is eating up your finances? What is consuming the seed of your prayer life? What is consuming the seed of your ministry? What is consuming the seed of your calling? What is consuming the seed of your marriage, of your relationship, of your education, of your career? It is time. It is time to dethrone the prince of the power of the air. It is time. You need to rise in the spirit for God is able to do much more than you can imagine. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. What power works in you? What power works in you? The extent to which things can be done in the spirit depends on the magnitude of the power at work in you. And Paul says, it is God who works in me, who works in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance. Break every chain, break every chain, break every...